You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday night. Time for American Winer. My name is Alex. We're here in Podcast Detroit, uh, at Podcast Detroit, Studio 3. All right, there we go. We are all set. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm back. I had an episode scheduled last week, but the ice storm prevented me from coming in. Studio didn't have power. Um, I got a message from the studio manager literally an hour before I was supposed to be here, and and uh, and the, the ice storm took the uh, show away. But I'm back now, so uh, I'm going to jump right into it. I got uh, two of my buddies here, one via Skype, one in person. Um, First one, I, I, I know both these guys from uh, my time at Washtenaw uh, last fall, um, but uh, m- the first one, his name is uh, Derek. And Derek, how do you pronounce your last name? I, I've, I have it in my phone, but I don't think I've ever heard you say it out loud. So, Well, it's Derek Nazarowski. Nazarowski. Okay. All right. And then uh, the other guy uh, joining us via Skype is Mr. Brendan Martin. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing excellent. Excellent, excellent. Very good. Um, we're going to talk uh, about the new Avengers movie that's coming out, um, I believe, uh, tomorrow already. And uh, and we're going to uh, share our thoughts on that, both positive and negative. But before we do, um, guys, I just want you to – if you could just say a little bit about yourselves and, and who you are and and, uh, and tell us your story a little bit um, just so the audience can get acquainted with you. And we'll start with Derek. Um, Derek, just uh, tell us who you are and – what, are you, what you're about? Well, my name's Derek Nazarowski. I'm a local video producer. I work as a audio technician regularly. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, we met at Washtenaw Community College. I'm just finishing up. I wrapped up my video thesis for the department, and so we'll be doing some promotion on uh, that quite soon. It's called Come Home, a short film by me, uh, directed, written, and produced. So, and you had to do it in the snow, so it was you had plenty of uh, winter stayed over for oh, you to complete that. <laughs> yeah, I had had to keep my Michigan ties strong in the in the making. Uh huh. All right, uh, Brendan, uh, why don't you tell us about yourself? Hey, um, I. I too went to Washtenaw. Uh, I still have a couple classes to wrap up there before I I finish. Um, but in the meantime, I'm I'm working at uh, a car dealership in Ann Arbor, um, trying to get some freelance video work. Uh, it's ultimately what I'd like to do. Um, but I am a diehard movie and video game buff. Um, probably spent too much of my time. Uh, with both of those things, but uh, it's what I love. So what can you do, you know? Right. And and, and uh, I wanted to say, like, I know both of you guys are kind of jack of all trades when it comes to film production. But I, I've noticed, uh, Brandon, you're more of a production guy. And Derek, you're more of a post-production guy. Is that a, is that a fair statement? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say that's true, uh, for sure. I I definitely get more out of, out of being in the moment than I do the... Uh, playing around with it i you know i i like both but definitely more satisfaction from the production itself yeah i i I think you're definitely on to something when you say that i i love production um i think it's really important for people to get those uh the application skills in um but i i enjoy sitting in front of the computer and um just letting my creativity carry it i don't know Mm -hmm. um it's an interesting process though because sometimes it's just um taking what you've done before um recreating that on a new project and then kind of giving it its own little staple at the end that ties it together um but yeah um production is fun but i i do like editing well i just because from when i met you guys uh last fall um and and brendan we didn't have a class together but i met you on a on a on a set for one of the uh student projects that we had to do for the class uh that derek and i were in yeah and um it was funny because like even though brendan even though you weren't even like in the class like you were kind of the guy who like 
you, I, you kind of deferred to the student who was whose project it was, but you were the guy who was doing pretty much everything. Like you were the one running the cameras, you were setting up the lighting, you were going around saying, "Okay, yeah, this needs to change, this needs to work." And then uh, Derek was there too, and you were helping out with a lot of stuff too. But then you were always just way more uh, oriented with the um, with when it came to the the editing software and. and and um, you knew you were even teaching the class a couple of times. I remember Derek when uh, we had good instructors, um, but uh, I remember a couple of times Derek. You, I don't even think you like meant to do it, but you would just start talking, and then you'd get up from your chair and walk over to the screen and be like, "Yeah," and then this and this and this. And if you want, you can do this. And, and meanwhile, the teacher's just kind of standing there, nodding his head, you know, with his arms crossed, like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, he's, yeah. so um, so that was that's kind of how I drew that conclusion, but. Um, but yeah, so you, uh, Brandon, you mentioned you're a movie buff. Derek, are, uh, we obviously the reason I'm having you guys on is because we every time we've hung out uh, since I met you, we've we've talked about the Avengers in some way. Uh, but are you you're a movie buff too? Then right, like you? Yeah, you, I, I'd say I'm definitely. Uh, I, I've been watching movies my whole life. Um, and I I wouldn't be where I'm at right now without I I have to say it Terminator Two, uh, I just I don't know what it was. Uh, that was the movie that made you watched it and you're like, okay, yeah, I want to know how to do this. Yeah, I was like a, I was probably like five. Uh, saw that. Oh my god, your parents let you watch that at five? Huh? No, that I I, I would have not. It was like on TV and uh, and you just caught I'm it. Pretty sure I. Somebody recorded it on like the VCR. I got a hold of that tape, um, and yeah, I ended up watching it like five times a day. So uh, my love for films has kind of grown from there. The Terminator and Star Wars um, as a kid. Uh, well, Brendan, do you have a movie like that where you you uh, there was it was kind of the seminal moment? Um, I don't think I have one one moment um what happened for me when i was younger um i lived with michigan with my mom and my dad lived in california so we'd go out there and stay with him every summer for a couple of months and that was just a thing we always did i think he was trying to find stuff for us to do you know so we'd go go to the movies like all the time Mm -hmm. like every week and it just stuck with me, you know, and I just, I loved it. I love going to the movies, you know, you got your popcorn, you know, the lights dimmed down and anything can happen. You know, you see stuff that you, you just won't see outside of that. And it, it stuck with me. And ever since then I've been a movie every weekend kind of a guy, you know, good, good or bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say my taste has gotten better with what I, what I enjoy as I gotten older, but I still, as soon as those lights dim, you know, I just get excited. And yeah. Locked in. Absolutely. You know, not, not very many things that can make me that focused and attentive, you know? Yeah. But, there, there is uh, something uh, about those, the atmosphere of a movie theater that is very, um, I mean, not to build it up too much, but it is, it, it's very comforting. And it, I, I was going to say religious, but that, that's going too far. I suppose if the movie's good uh, enough, it can almost get to that point. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. just the experience. And I, it's really difficult to describe, too, because, I mean, I suppose it all has to do with, you know, you're situated in this comfy chair. It's dark out. The temperature is nice. you got this giant screen that's going to basically suck you in, and, and you're going to become mm-hmm. part of this different reality. You're going to completely forget what's going on in your own life and anything you got going on. Yeah, you yeah, got nice yeah. snacks, nice dopamine-releasing re- snacks uh, that uh, – that you're eating and you just, you look and you're like, I don't have to worry about anything except for this, this alternate reality that's going to play out in front of me for the next hour or, or two hours or yeah, whatever. No, I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> um, so, um, and I guess for me that I finally got to the point where I was like, this is what I want to do. You know, it always seemed like one of those things that how do you even get to the point where you make those, but then you just, start doing it you know and i don't know it's it's one, well it's one place. step at a time right i mean because you both both of you have um yeah. you know i mean you know you guys are my age you're 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 both uh 30 right yep. and right. uh and yep. um and so i didn't really you know i've been around production my whole life in one way or another and i i always wanted to do it but i still never thought that it was like 
you know, I never thought that I could, you know, and then I quickly realized it's, mm-hmm. it's a very small product, not small, it's a huge process, but it's, it consists of small steps, small individual steps that add up. Yes. And, yeah. uh, you have yeah. to take those steps one at a time and there's really no other way to, to get, get around that. Um, so, so yeah, but, uh, it's funny that, uh, you guys, you, you Derek, you mentioned Terminator 2, which is directed by James Cameron, who has currently the top grossing movies even adjusted for inflation of all time he's the record holder and he it's totally possible that by this time next week or maybe by this time next month he will have been knocked out of that position by the movie that we're we're about to discuss so uh before uh we get into um avengers infinity war why don't you guys um starting with derek why don't you guys tell us like your background with the avengers you know and just the superhero uh, genre in general, like, did you, are you just a movie person? Did you read the comics when you, when you grew up, you know, how did you become to, uh, be a Marvel slash Avengers fan? All right. Well, when, when I was younger, um, I remember in the nineties, there were, um, there were X-Men cartoons, Spider-Man was on Saturday morning. Um, I was always getting my fix right there. Um, that kind of turned into there was kind of a a hole when I stopped watching those. Um, I think I remember watching The Incredible Hulk. Um, I don't remember what year that one came out. the The first movie, yeah, uh, with Eric Banner, two thousand three. Yeah, it was two thousand three. Was, was yeah. that one Marvel as well? I think it, yeah, because Hulk's Cause a Marvel the, character, but it wasn't the Marvel universe that hadn't started yet. Universal, right. Universal was doing them at that point. Because uh, 2008 the was the first, uh, yeah, one that, that's the first actually uh, yeah. in the current. Yeah, the first, the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we're that has become this global phenomenon uh, is started with the very first Iron Man movie, which was May 2008, which is 10 years ago, which I'm sure is not a coincidence as them releasing the infinity war yeah. when they are oh, yeah. what better way to uh celebrate than releasing uh i mean they've had nothing but success with these yeah um, i i have a saying it's uh it's 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 this it's marvel movies that like pizza and sex when even they're bad they're still pretty good so that's <laughs> yeah but uh so like you it sounds like derek you were more a cartoon guy and then obviously you know we all saw the the horrible batman movies the joel schumacher movies and then the and then this the better tim burton batman movies and things like that i was a huge batman in the animated series uh fan um i watched the i watched x-men and spider-man and all that stuff too so brendan what what about you what was your uh background um, I'm I'm kind of the, the same way. I like to describe it as um, a hardcore casual. Like I never <laughs> was like a get the comics every week kind of time, but I got into it because of the shows. And then I ended up getting some of like the, the compendiums that like basically will box like major stories together, you know, in a, in one book for you to read. Uh-huh. So I've read a lot of those and then like the big, the big graphic novels, um, like in Batman, like killing joke, stuff like that. Like the names that everybody knows. Um, and I collected like the trading cards, um, all that kind of thing when I was younger, but it was same. It was the series that really got me hooked. Uh, X-Men, Spider-Man and Batman. Like they're still, uh, I, I still think they hold up. Um, Oh yeah, definitely. Now even at least, at least Batman, Batman for sure does. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, I always got excited when, you know what, when I was younger, I actually liked those Schumacher Batman films. Oh, and then really? I got a little bit older <laughs> and I realized, <laughs> I realized they're, they're not very good. But um, I think the original X-Men was the one that made me really think that they can do this, you know? Yeah. And then a couple of years later, I think Spider-Man came out and Spider-Man's my, my favorite superhero and... Uh, yeah, they had me. <laughs> they had me with that. I was hooked on that one. Well, it's funny you so. mentioned that first X Men and the Spider Man because that was like before the, this superhero sort of crescendo that we're hitting right now. This superhero movie crescendo. Right. There were kind of a little yeah. build ups to it, and the first one was the Tim Burton Batman because nobody was expecting anything with that. The superheroes were goofy. They were for kids comics and all these things and the, even even with the best special effects how the hell are you ever going to make anybody take that seriously then the first batman came out and people were like this is actually pretty fucking good 
And then the Batman kind of, you know, the Joel Schumacher shit happened and it kind of, uh, you know, fizzled out. And people were like, well, I guess that wasn't as solid as we thought it was going to be. But then you're right. <laughs> then you had X-Men and <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Spider-Man movies, which were the next wave of uh, of superhero movies. And then those got shitty. And and that yep, wave crested. Yep. And, and then and then 2008 rolls around and Marvel comes out. And I, I have to say, from my perspective... I you know it's funny we all both mentioned like we watched Batman, X-Men, and Spider-Man. None of those are any of the superheroes that, except for Spider-Man now who just recently joined. None of them are mm-hmm. the Avengers. You know, none of them were any <laughs> yeah. of these Marvel superheroes that became like I didn't I knew who Captain America was and that was it. And I knew who Iron Man was, but that was it. I didn't know anything about them. I didn't have any interest in them. And then I saw that first Robert Downey Jr. Spider-Man and I thought that was this is pretty solid. And then I remember sitting in Imagine Canton's uh, theater and um, and the first post credit scene ever where Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, as Nick Fury is talking to Tony Stark and he says the Avengers Initiative. And I remember when he said that the entire theater just all of a sudden just like tittering in conversation. And, thing. and I was I turned to my friend. I was like, what, what is what's the Avenger Initiative? And he's like, dude, it's like oh, it's like man. the Hulk and Iron Man and Captain America. And all these fucking everybody was so excited. I had no idea what it was. So it, it was so interesting that uh, that. And then the 2012 rolled around and the, and the first Avengers came out and I was, and I loved that movie. That's still my favorite Marvel movie. Um, I can't believe that they pulled that off the way that they did. And maybe if I, I haven't watched it in a while, maybe if I did, I wouldn't love it as much as I, <laughs> I did. But, uh, right. but um, it was, it's still amazing that they man, managed to pull this off. So do you guys remember watching the first Iron Man or like, and becoming familiar with this current iteration of, of Marvel superheroes or. Oh yeah. I, I remember. Um... Cause it kicked off the, the May that summer movie season. And I remember seeing the early previews and I was like, man, I can't tell if this is going to be one of those like crappy ones, like, like an Electra or something. And they hadn't really talked about a universe very much yet. Yeah. Know? So I was just like, I hope it's good. And then went and saw it and it was, it was great. Like everything about it, uh, loved it, you know? And then, um, Hulk came out a little bit, later that summer and it was just kind of like okay and then it was kind of it was quiet because the next movie in the series didn't come out for two years yeah so i I think it was iron man 2 in like 2010 um but once that rolled around i i started to take the whole universe thing a little more serious because they'd laid out their plans you know Mm -hmm. they said we've got the we got the captain america we've got the we got thor and then we're gonna round it out with the Avengers. So I, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty stoked. Um, I'd say not till 2010 though, when I really got excited about it, but, um, everything they've done since then has been for the most part gold, uh, just a dud or two in there. Um, but I think, uh, (laughs) my favorite was probably, um, winter soldier so far, Mm -hmm. which, the Russo brothers directed that. They're directing Infinity War. Oh, I can't. I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> Geeking out a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> but well, with my yeah. my my experience with um, growing up, I really liked um, Captain America. I had this video game, um, so I think I remember. Like, I was just kind of trained to like him. I th- I thought that uh, the every- groundwork was laid, right? Yeah, yeah. So when they came, when it came to make the the first soldier, yeah, the um, first Avenger, Captain America, the first Avenger, yeah, the very first Captain America. Oh movie. yeah, that that was the one where you were kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm, like, I see wow, what they're they trying could, to do. They here. could really tie this all together really nicely, mm-hmm. and and now. Um, having this whole universe that we've just been seeing Dr. Strange added to, we've seen um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just really excited to see all of it come together finally. Mm -hmm. Because when I heard heard that they were bringing all of these characters together as one, I'm like, nobody will ever break that mold. How how are they going to write a movie around... 12 characters yeah 
and and now slowly but surely we're seeing how um like Ragnarok wow their investments into the set production on that it's like it is the Marvel Marvel universe. Well, well it's interesting because what basically what they did is they prevented the wave from from cresting. Those other waves that we talked about, they started making the movies and then they tried to keep doing the same thing over and over again and those waves crested and they and the movies started to suck. You know, every Spider-Man 3 is a, is a freaking meme. It's so bad, you know. And, and X X3 was really bad and but Marvel like oh, I mean, and Marvel's had some duds like Thor the Dark World. That's considered one of the worst easily. It's not a terrible movie, but compared to the other ones, it's boring as hell. I can't even really remember anything about it other than Captain America's cameo. Uh, but uh, then you had Thor Ragnarok, which is one of the best in the series. And they just they keep yeah. they, they've really figured out a way to keep the train rolling. I don't think it'll keep going forever. But I mean, I think this first decade, this 2008 to 2019 is going to be looked back on as like in this in the similar matter uh, as 90s Simpsons, where it'll be like that was the golden age. They'll keep it going, but I don't think it'll ever achieve this e- this uh, equilibrium again. It's 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 yeah. really going to be uh, looked at as as I, it's to the point now where like we're sitting here going. Uh, when those first movies were coming out, we're like, how the hell are they going to tie all this together? That's never been done before, blah, 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 blah. And now it's you, everybody's trying to do that. They're talking about, they're trying to do cinematic universes for everything. And, uh, (laughs) and, and it doesn't work. Marvel is really the only one that's, it's worked for because of one reason or another. In DC's case, they just got lazy and greedy and, and just tried to throw shit at a wall and see what stuck and, and none of it stuck. Uh, and then, you know, like Universal's monster, uh, uh, the mummy and all that crap that fell apart because the the quality wasn't good. Uh, the monster verse, the Godzilla movies, those are, I guess it still remains to be seen. They're doing okay. They're probably after Marvel. They're one of the, the more, I don't even really want to use the word quality because I absolutely hated Kong skull Island, but the first Godzilla was okay. And the second one might be better. And but so everybody's doing it now. And uh, it's, it's amazing that like even 10, uh, eight years ago, people were like, how the hell you can, you couldn't even imagine it. It was like the internet before the internet became a thing. It was like, I don't have any concept of how this can work because it's really never been done this way before. And they just keep it rolling. They, they, and they figured out how to do it, which is you bring in, uh, up and coming or respected directors and let them do their work, but within the parameters that you set. So like, that's why black Panther worked so well. And I know, I don't think black Panther was the cultural phenomenon that it's being, touted as but it was definitely a solid marvel movie and it was and it It was came at the right time yes take advantage of of where we are definitely yeah political (laughs) politics and all that kind of stuff it was you're absolutely right right place right time um but uh the they excuse me it's it's going to be really interesting to see what happens after this next uh wave uh this next phase is what they're calling them uh, phase. I think they're in phase three now. Is this what is this phase three or are they start in phase four? Phase or? three. It is phase. Yep. Okay. Because phase three. It's going to be interesting because after this, you got Ant Man and the Wasp, and then Captain Marvel, and then the the last Avengers movie, and then that's it for this first iteration of it. There are obviously plans, yep. but like the a lot of the actors are retiring from these roles, um, and it's going to be completely I, different. So. Yeah, I think. Uh... I know Spider-Man is kicking off the phase four the, the same summer as Avengers. Um, oh, next summer. It'll so be the, f- it, yeah. Yeah. So that's the so one, be, the first movie that's released after, after the fourth Avengers movie then. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it, it'll it be interesting. And I, they've done nothing that makes me think they're, they're not aware of this. And uh I, I think they've got something planned. Whatever they do in these movies, I think is going to um, shake everything up. Yeah. So, um, and there have been some talks that they want to go go more cosmic with them, uh, like guard a la guard, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I even that, that, we'll it's see. funny you bring that one up because that was like I remember when they announced that and everybody's like a talking raccoon. How the hell are you gonna? And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that at that point in 2008, the same year uh, that Iron Man was released, The Dark Knight came out, and that is considered in its own class. That's the gold standard for like serious superhero movies. Nobody's touched that so far, and it's possible that mm-hmm. it, I mean, I think it will be touched, quote unquote, again. But uh, it's it's gonna be a while, <clears throat> and um, 
Uh, and and I I also can tell you I don't think we'll see it coming either. It might be one that we're not we're not looking for. So and you know I I feel like it's going to be hard for a a non super powered hero to have a movie like that. I think like yeah, Batman doesn't have any powers. He he is grounded in the real world, so it it makes sense. Like I I just yeah the the only other superhero you know I can I mean? think of is uh, the Punisher. That that is similar yeah, to that, and, and, and they already and do are doing series, that. Yeah, that series is, is fantastic. I I wouldn't say I'd put it quite on Dark Knight level, but I mean it's it's really really good. It's like they pull off the dark gritty, uh, the dark and gritty well. So, um, but yeah, like trying to picture Iron Man or even like a like a Superman, which they tried to do, it it, it doesn't work. Yeah, like, not at all. Yeah, they need I, something. They need uh, um, that equivalent alter ego to make it really seem like they're actually threatened. Like, how do you threaten Superman and keep people entertained with just kryptonite keeping him weak yeah, now? Yeah. I mean, there's only – everybody <laughs> right. knows that whole spiel. But this human element, you've got Batman – You've got the Punisher, and you don't need other superheroes. There's already existing issues in the world that um, that you can draw stories from, whereas the Marvel Universe, you need all of these characters to essentially sell it one day. Um, and it does, and it, and the way you get around it being outlandish is like how we got into this conversation, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is everybody. Because of the Dark Knight, everybody thought, oh, well, the way to do superhero movies is to make them super serious. And Marvel was like, no, 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 no. You, you embrace the, the, the absurdity of it and just make it funny and make fun of it. That's why Thor Ragnarok worked so well is because you finally got to the yeah. point where it was like, we're just going to have as much fucking fun with this as we possibly can. We're going to hire this uh, proven, funny, up-and-coming uh, comedian slash director to, to do it. And, and it's – it just it worked, and then they did the same thing with Black Panther, where it was they had another up and coming filmmaker, and they they hired him, and uh, and and he knocked it out of the park, and it's just been even Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, who I I wasn't familiar with before that movie, like it's just they just really have a you know what it is, it's this the guy in charge of the project, I think is I can't pronounce his name, it's Kevin Feige or something like that, F E I G Feige, I think, Feige. Or, yeah. I as soon, yeah, I, I think Brendan, I think you were right when you said they're aware of this, and I think as long as he's in charge, I think it'll continue to be of relatively good quality. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's it's really going to be interesting. I think you, I think that next Spider-Man movie will probably do will be uh, up to par. But I wouldn't be surprised if in the next you know five years we we're kind of talking about like wow, Marvel movies like kind of suck now. You know, like they're just not as trying as hard as they used to. They might need to go into not necessarily hiding, but use somebody like Spider-Man. Um, you know, if if Phase Four begins with him, um, what if after um, Infinity War, we're only left with a few superheroes, and uh, they who, have to start know, over? Who yeah. knows? I mean, for that. Um, for them to avoid hitting that crest that that goes into that low spot of, I don't know. Are they going to have to be carried by series that people enjoy, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like Spider Man, until they get I, I that next series uh, that they're ready for? I don't know. I I don't think that they're. I think they are going to keep experimenting. I mean, guard like you said, Guardians is so out there, um, and it worked. I mean, they're trying Captain Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they just made a Black Panther movie. I, I think they're going to keep reaching for these more obscure uh, characters and tell stories that we haven't seen and we're not familiar with. And if they keep getting these directors that I, I guess you can use the word auteurs almost, people who aren't conventional and aren't going to make a conventional movie, I, I can see him going for the foreseeable future like i i don't i personally don't see it slowing down i i think they're gonna blow it up in a major way with these next two movies and then not necessarily a blank slate but blank enough that they can they can keep us excited 
and wanting to watch their movies. Um, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the future. Well, that's, that's, that's really interesting, man. I think, and I, now that you put it that way, I think you're absolutely right because they have such a huge slate to choose from. They own so much intellectual property that they really, it could mm-hmm. even get to the point. Cause I mean, if they keep it going another 10 years, that's, that's a generation of these movies. And if they maintain yeah. quality the whole way, then it becomes a tradition. And it's like the people that are coming yeah. in are going, I don't want to be the guy to fuck this up. You know, so it's, exactly. you have to be, you have to be on point in order to direct a Marvel movie. It's like, this is your Marvel movie. This is your shot. You cannot fuck this up. So, uh, cause if you do, then you'll be that guy. You'll be the guy. Oh yeah. All the Marvel movies are fucking amazing except for that one director, except for whoever, you know? Uh, so, um, yeah. so it's, that's, that's a really good point, man. And, and I think you're also right because a lot of those Movies that you mentioned, like Black Panther and freaking Ant-Man and things. I never thought I'd care about a Black Panther movie or an Ant-Man movie. And I saw Black Panther. And I've, I've heard all sorts of – that was such a polarizing movie. I've heard people that were like, it was fucking terrible. I hated it and I hated the politics. And, all. and I've heard people saying it changed my life. I'm right in the middle. I thought it was a good Marvel movie, but I did not think it was – it didn't change my life. Um, so uh, – but the thing is I never thought that there would be that kind of uh, – you know, I mean, if somebody had told you that even a couple of years ago, oh, yeah, Black Panther will be behind only Titanic and Avatar, <laughs> but you know, and and a couple <laughs> right, other yeah. mo- maybe a couple other movies in terms of global box office gr- gross, it'd be like you'd be like, what the fuck, like who? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> Shut up, man! Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, so what? so that's that's the thing. It's so chances are there's other superheroes that I that I and we haven't heard of that um, we may initially go, I don't really care about that, but then they do it and it's, and, and it's unique and it's just a good movie. And all of a sudden they're part of the cultural lexicon, just like Thor is now, you know, nobody, I didn't know who Thor was before all this started. I was like, I remember when I first heard of that, I'm like, wait a minute, there's a Norse God. That's a superhero. How the hell are they going to make that work? <laughs> and now it's like, Oh, I know exactly how it works. So he's friends with the guardians and, you know, Asgard and all this stuff. And, and so, um, so it's, it, yeah, I, th- I think, Getting back to what you were saying, Brendan, um, I do think after hearing you explain it like that, uh, you, they, it is totally feasible that they could keep it going as long as they – and I think as long as Kevin Feige is involved, they uh, they will – he is steering the ship in a way that that is totally possible. Yep. I'm um, – yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm confident and with this potential Fox merger – too. Oh, um, that's right. I, yeah, I think it's pretty much happening. It's just a matter of time. I mean, yeah, Fantastic Four. They finally will bring the Fantastic yeah. Four in. Yeah, even Spider Man. Nobody saw that coming. You know, even a couple. I mean, they were doing other Spider Man movies up until 2014, and now here he is, okay. and he's in the next Avengers. I remember saying to you guys when the the most recent trailer came out. Imagine seeing that trailer at the end of the first Avengers movie and all the, the, the trailer ends with Dr. Strange and Spider-Man introducing each other. That scene alone, even those three <laughs> seconds, if that had been the post credit scene, people would be shitting their pants in the theater, yep. you know, just yep. releasing oh, their bowels. Cause they're like, how did Spider-Man join the, I'm saying, and, and Dr. Strange is there too. Oh my God. You know, take my money. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, oh, that would just yeah, be no, great. It's, it's, <laughs> Well, let's get into yeah, the it, let, awesome. let's get into uh, the the Infinity War then. So, what are you guys looking forward to the most about this this next movie? And, and Derek, we'll start with you. Like, just what do you when you walk out of the theater in a couple of days or whenever you see it? Uh, what are you hoping to get out of it? Other than you know, I mean, we're giving Marvel so much free promotion right now; it's crazy. But I mean, I don't I don't mind because it's <laughs> I mean they've earned it, right? So, oh yeah, the, yeah all yeah, the yeah. all the work that they've done to get to this point. I mean, free promotion. Kudos, the, kudos I mean, to them. Yeah, the, mean, the sixty people that will hear this podcast, you know, we yeah. probably already know about it anyway. So, but anyway, well, I, I'm I'm just expecting a really authentic movie that you know that really does. It's not like you have they have to do justice for what they've done. Obviously, we're here talking about what Marvel has done for movies. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm ex- I'm super excited to actually see Thanos. We've been seeing him in this distant galaxy. I'm I'm really excited to see a villain come to life that has maybe some powers that we've never seen before in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. To the point where he he I mean, you know, 
he's an actual threat like you were talking about before. Like one of the reasons that Superman is so difficult to capture is that nobody's a real threat to him mm-hmm. except for the kryptonite. So Thanos you know, Thanos could totally kill Thor or, or Iron Man or somebody if he wanted to, if he, if he had to. So Oh, yeah. Um, if, if he's got that Infinity Gauntlet on, I mean – <laughs> he can he can do anything. Yeah, he snaps his fingers, right? That's what he does, and it's yep. it's like in the comics anyway. That's but but um but Brendan, what about you? Um, you know, more or less the the same. I want to see real consequences for these guys. Um, I don't want to get into the whining now, but um, I'll, I'll I'll touch on it. Well, we're almost there, man. If, we're actually almost there, so if you want to, you can feel free, man. Yeah. Um, I think Marvel has had a villain problem. I think everyone agrees with that. Oh, there, yeah. there really haven't been many noteworthy ones. Uh, I don't know. People cite Loki a lot. I I don't. I don't know. I just I haven't even seen him as a threat ever really he's entertaining but yeah he's not a threat at all he's definitely entertaining but i think that's why people like him is because he's he's entertaining but you're right as a villain i was never the best villains scare the fuck out of you and and i there hasn't been a single there have been decent villains but nobody that i've actually been like scared of you know loki's never really oh go ahead one of the best executed ones besides black panthers when warmonger was good um i i really liked uh uh vulture in yeah. Spider-Man, I yep. thought for where he was at the time and the way they presented it, I thought he did a great job. He was at least relatable. Like you could understand kind of why he was doing what he was doing. Yep. But um, I'm hoping that Thanos isn't just a, I want to destroy half the universe. I, I, I don't know. I hope they do it in a way that makes me un- I don't know. Understand his motivation say, and maybe sympathize yeah, with him I don't a little. Say sy- sympathize. I don't even necessarily need to sympathize because it's hard to sympathize with that. Any, you know what I mean? Yeah. That scale, <laughs> but I, I want to at least understand and not just have him be this guy who wants to destroy it for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I, well, I want to know, understand his motivation. Well, you want, want you want to care. You want to care believable. as to why yeah. you want to care as to yeah. why he wants to do this. Like that's why Vulture worked. You understood yeah. why you, he wanted to do. That's why Killmonger worked. You understood exactly. why he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And with the yep. Vulture, there was that amazing twist that nobody saw come because Marvel movies are not known for their twists. And, uh, no, and then no. Spider-Man had that twist. Like there was audible when the theater reacts out loud to something, you know you've you've just hit a home run with them, so um, yep, that was like, another aspect yeah. too, and I think that added into why people because be, the three villains that uh, people bring up when they talk about Marvel's villain problem are Loki and Vulture and Killmonger now, and I can't think of another one. Like I mean, I, Jeff Bridges' Ironmonger was pretty good, um, but I mean he's he, I think a lot of that had to do with him being the first one. Um, and, 100%, yeah. and then like, but I mean like Red Skull, like he he's like a Joker level villain and he was really just the throwaway character yeah, i mean I we haven't really even heard up, of him i was so upset about that being uh, i really connected to him um and to see him just in and out of a series um mm-hmm. that has captain america's name on it well he was that a- should really be a little bit more of a process but i i bet they were just eager to have that story come to life so that they could move on and move maybe move away from his story of always having red skull right yeah um yeah maybe get away from um the politics of that and um how the captain america story even came to be and kind of move towards a fresh new set of interactions with um the avengers well and and the thing is is red skull is originally supposed to be the villain in the first Avengers movie, it was him and Loki teamed up and then Joss Whedon came in and said, and got rid of him. So that was the, that that's a little bit of information there too. So they were originally planning on having way more of him. Um, but I'll say for what I want to get out of it, because when I first saw the first Avengers, I was really excited about it after seeing, I didn't, I really wasn't paying attention to the Marvel Cinematic Universe before that. I saw the movies and I was, I didn't see Iron Man too, but I saw the intro movies and I thought they were decent and, Whatever I was not expecting anything, and then I saw the the last trailer like a month before the first Avengers, and I've never experienced like 
hype like that since I was a kid. I like my heart was pounding when it was over. I was like, okay, now I get what the big <laughs> deal is with this. And then I saw the movie and I was like, that was so fucking good. Even on uh just a a filmmaking level, just it was just a good movie. Even if you didn't know anything about the series and somebody introduced you, you to those characters with that movie, you would it's still good. Mm-hmm. You may not know exactly what's going on, but it still holds your attention. So what I'm hoping for mm-hmm. Uh, after I walk out of Infinity War is uh, is just I want to, you know, I want my $10 worth basically and I think I'm going to get it. But I don't want to be – I want them, like you said, Brendan, I want consequences. I don't want the, the, uh, the thing where it's like, OK, yeah, they killed this guy off but obviously he's coming back sort of thing. Um, and uh, – and I just I don't want it, I don't want them to phone it in because it's not uh, you know the, the amount of work that's been put into this. It's like don't just throw them all together. Try and and juggle this you know these characters and and, and execute this uh, this story with um, with a little bit of heart you know and don't just have it be a, a this this big hollow billion dollar CGI fest. Um, and and uh, another thing, Derek, you mentioned with Thanos, like I do want him to be, uh, you know, he needs to be. If they solve their villain problem with him, if they're going to solve it, it, it would be great to do it with him, right? So uh, that'd be another thing. But uh, we're, we're coming up on about ten ten minutes left here, so I'll ask you guys. And we kind of already got into this a uh, little bit, but um, is there anything you guys want to whine about in terms of Marvel movies? Like, is there anything that you don't like? And we can keep talking about the villain problem because I, sp- I suppose that's probably the most obvious thing. But if there's anything else, Derek, uh, we'll let you go first. Well, I I guess the – yeah, with the villain problem, I guess I want to know if – What what sticks out the most to me in Marvel movies is just having um, – I was watching Black Panther and when I was watching in the movie, I got a little upset that just immediately um, they accepted Killmonger. Like he he walked back in. He'd been told his whole life and he has been training – that hey, I'm going to go back. Yeah, to I should my be able to. That's a good point. The, yeah, and all of a sudden they just accepted him. Yeah, they, they don't they don't check of, his ID or anything. Yeah, they're just like, oh, you you're the son of this guy that used to live here. Great. Yeah, yeah you can be the king if you beat our current king. <laughs> and then this specific, um, just because all a few men had witnessed um, not enough proactive. Um, measures to go and avenge his brother that that was just enough that this one one guy that could challenge just immediately was accepted mm-hmm. after being told his whole life that he never would be um there there's something that's kind of cool in there but just the way that i i'm not here to bash that movie i think it's an excellent movie but I was a little upset when all the you sudden, just thought it was lazy. Then really, it sounds like it yeah, was just lazy writing. Yeah, a, a, a little bit of that. Again, I, I that's probably the only complaint that I can draw from a Marvel film recently. Well, I, I agree, and and actually, I think lazy writing has been a problem. And I mean, Thor: The Dark World was nothing but lazy writing. I can't remember a damn thing about that. Even the first <laughs> Captain America and the first Thor were kind of lazy. You know, they really were just paint by numbers. Like, okay, we're going to set this up, and then we'll really blow you away with the first Avengers. Um, Iron Man Two. That's one of the worst ones. That's 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 a uh, terrible movie. I mean, that's a bad movie objectively. You know, that's that might be the worst one along with Thor: The Dark World. I think. Um, but uh, but they've they've definitely hit more strikes than they have uh, than, than they've missed uh, pitches or whatever whatever baseball metaphor you want to <laughs> throw out there. I don't know baseball, but um, well, Brendan, what about you? Um, I mean, there's the there's the villain problem. Um, like I said, and th- this is just being super nitpicky, but um, wh- where where do all the superheroes go in the the individual movies? Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Oh, and where did the other event did. like why didn't the, why in the, in the new Ant Man versus the Wa or um, in the Wasp movie? Where the hell is everybody else? Right? It's yeah, the same and, universe. And we, so. we might get an explanation for that. Now we don't know that, but even in like the past ones, like even when there have been major consequences, like like Thor: The Dark World is a good example. Like everybody else just just disappears, and it, it just seems kind of kind of silly you know that you you, there's not even a mention of of any of the other heroes generally you know and it's always like well i i don't know Um, it's like the moment that hulk leaves everybody's vulnerable yeah like something like that and iron man 3 had that problem too because that was the first one right after the first avengers and they never really addressed where everybody else was i mean thor went back to asgard but where's captain america where's the hulk you know why aren't excuse me why aren't they uh why aren't they helping out their de facto leader you know yeah and i I feel like spider-man at least spider-man's always one i come back to because i think it it nailed pretty much everything like they have the villain is small scale and iron man is mentoring him and and he's there i i i want to see more smaller scale movies like spider-man like ant-man where there doesn't need to be, um, it could be just, it's believable that it's just that one hero where there's still stakes in the movie, but not stakes that would require other heroes. Well, it, yeah, it, feel a, a little more lived in. It doesn't that. need to always be the end of the world. I think is what yeah, you're getting at. Like, yeah. Like I hit, I, I think probably my least favorite of, of the Avengers movies or of the, the universe has maybe been Ultron. Yeah, um, it wasn't yeah. a bad movie. We haven't talked about that at all. That's actually a really good thing to I, bring up. Yeah, I, it, it's that whole giant destruction thing. I mean, it's literally a city lifted off the ground, and it's like I don't. You didn't care once it gets right? to a point. Yeah, I just I did not care in in the slightest. And once you get to that level of destruction, it's it's not relatable, really. Mm-hmm. It, and you know that they're going to make it, that everyone's going to make it out, minus uh, whatever, Quicksilver. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> minus the guy I, that I nobody mean, was really paying attention to anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, the guy who was introduced in that movie that you knew nothing about. You yeah. Know? Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that with, that that's actually another fear with Infinity War, that it's going to be such big stakes that I don't, care but if there are consequences i will care so i <laughs> I, I guess it's it goes back to that the, the whole villain thing kind of you know and it, it needs to be a villain that does something that makes me care mm-hmm. and I, I i hope they nail it because it, it's, it's huge you know like we said it's 10 years worth of movies coming to a head like let's let's make it count well, you know, yeah, and, time worth it. and not only that, but it's gonna make it's gonna make record breaking amounts of money. That's that's all oh, but a, yeah. a foregone conclusion at this point. And I want it to deserve that status. Avatar, I mean, whatever you know, I, I, nobody can name characters from it, but I yep. I still didn't hate it. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm fine with this holding the title for biggest of all time. Yeah. Titanic, I can sit here and tell you, I love Titanic. You know, that's I want to be able to do that with Avengers. I don't want to be like. I don't want it to be Jurassic World, where it's a really terribly oh gosh, objective, yeah. objectively bad movie that makes a shit ton of money, and because it made all that money, everybody thinks it's good, um, or thinks it's yep. at least better than it is. <laughs> um, and like Avengers: Age of Ultron had that. I think that was actually the closest they've come to killing the the momentum or, or having the wave break. Because it felt and, like it was the yeah. same problem that they had with those other movies that I brought up. Tim Burton got tired of Batman. Sam Raimi got tired of Spider Man. Uh, Brian Singer got tired of X Men. And I mean, and then, and then he, and then after it real, he realized he couldn't do anything else. He he he, find, re, you know, reinvigorated his interest or whatever. But uh, but um, with th- that, Joss Whedon, he even said like, it sounds like that was just a very rushed, very, I mean, not even rushed, but he just he he didn't seem as into it as he was on the first one. And, um, go ahead. I think that was great. They they took him away from it and he, he's on. And I think that needed to happen. Oh yeah, Uh, definitely. And yeah. And that's when like the Russos had just done winter soldier the year before. 
and they basically handed them the reins. And I, I think that was the best thing that they could have, they could have done, mm-hmm. um, new blood. And this last phase, it has been the best in, in my opinion. It really I has. Think. Yeah, you're right. It, that's Ultron. Yeah, that's I, true. I They've, and I, I think, think that maybe that, maybe that had to do with the fact like, that Ultron set the bar so low at that point. Cause maybe I think a lot of people were like, okay, yeah, it's, it's over. Like they're never gonna, they did, they did one good movie. But I mean, who cares about the third Thor? Who cares about Black Panther? How are they going to possibly? And now here we are, and it's there. Yeah. Like you said, it is. It really is the best one so far. Yep. So, um, that's yeah. We're, we're going to see tomorrow, man. I'm I seven p.m., dude. I I just <laughs> I can't wait. Do you have tickets, oh. Derek? Already? Uh, yeah. There's three. We uh, booked three more spaces. Um, we're going to, to Brighton Thursday. I'm not sure what time, but I am ready for it. Uh, I don't have tickets yet cause I work a night shift, so I'll probably see it Saturday night. Um, and, oh, uh, I'm, I'm psyched too. I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not really a guy who worries about spoilers. I've already heard some things. I don't know if they're true or not, but I'm not worried about it. If I, if I hear about it, I hear about it, but, um, uh, cause it's, even if you hear, get a, get a spoiler, it's still not seeing the movie. You know, you could, you could, you just imagine it happening one way and then it turns out. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll end up, end the show here real quick, uh, with, um, uh, the, uh, I, I just want to really quickly, if you guys could just say, what is your favorite Marvel movie so far? And I'll go first. And obviously I already said the first Avengers movie is my first one. So, uh, Brendan, we'll, we'll start with you. What's your favorite, uh, Marvel movie so far? Um, non MCU movie would be Spider-Man two from the, the new Marvel universe. It would be winter soldier. Okay. All right. And Derek. Oh, I, I guess right now I, I really like, um, I'm going to have to go with black Panther right now. Um, even with the issues that I have, I, I think it really pushes, um, Probably a tie between that or Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok's um, th- my second favorite. I think favorite, that there's just yeah, – they're Ragnarok two different um, styles. Um, you know, uh-huh. on, on one day I might like this one better than the other. Okay. Well, guys, uh, it's been a great discussion. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having us. Oh, thanks for having us, man. Cool. Well, okay. um, well we got to wrap this up, but uh, I will be back on Monday. So everybody have a great weekend and uh, – We'll see if Infinity War uh, beats uh, Avatar and Titanic. So everybody have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You can say Wakanda forever. Yeah.